Hey friends, and welcome back to Kendall's World. In this episode, it's going to be a little different. I'm actually going to record the first half of this episode tonight, which is Tuesday, June 1st. And the second half of this episode will be filmed tomorrow, Wednesday, June 2nd. I'm going to keep both parts in the same episode, so don't worry, but I'm going to try something new. Basically, it's going to be like a before and after, but for... (laughs) my own mindset and daily routine, I guess. First, I'm gonna tell you a little backstory. I've been very flowy lately, meaning that I go about my day with zero plans, kind of just do whatever I feel like doing in the moment. So I wake up, I don't have anywhere to be, I don't have a normal job, I work for myself so I can work at any time, which is so great. I'm so grateful and thankful for that. So I basically just sometimes allow myself to sleep in, slowly get up, do a meditation, drink um, my tea, listen to my audiobook, read, journal, like very, very slow morning. Maybe I work out, maybe I go to the beach. It's just like I don't have any plan. It's just like do whatever I feel like. And essentially, I have no structure to my day, which is nice because I get to go with the flow and do whatever I want in the moment. However, because there's no structure, I feel like lately... I haven't been as productive as I would like to be and because I don't have structure that leaves more room for me to do things that aren't necessarily healthy for me like scroll on social media for a long time, watch Netflix, do things that I know aren't benefiting me career-wise I guess because there's still it's still okay to be that way sometimes like this is not in any way me shaming going with the flow and doing nothing all day. Like, I'm all for questioning society's expectation of how productive we are and the notion that our self-worth equals productivity. I truly believe there's times and periods in your life for rest and for being quote-unquote lazy, and there's times for being really productive. Personally, I feel like I'm moving into a time where I want to be more productive and to have more structure and discipline in my life. Whereas for the past couple months, maybe even a year, actually year and a half since the pandemic, actually, I've been very going inward and allowing myself to just flow and be intuitive with what I want to do throughout the day. And it's interesting because this actually goes with my moon phases that I'm on with astrology but that's a whole nother discussion. So essentially, I'm moving into a phase of my life where I want to be more externally focused. I want to learn more. I want to grow more. I want to start taking all these ideas I've been learning over the past few months and sharing them with people and creating businesses and just being productive, meaning producing something instead of taking it all in. So because of that, I've realized that I need a lot of structure in my life. I'm a Virgo rising and a Taurus sun. If you don't know anything about astrology, basically, this is a huge uh, stereotype and I'm completely making a blanket statement here because there's so much, so many more details to astrology. But for me, my Taurus sun, I feel like I can be more lazy because I prioritize self-care and just rest and being cozy so that, I guess society's terms equals lazy. But then my Virgo rising, my outward personality, Virgo is very structured, organized. And so I sometimes feel like my Taurus chill, relax energy is fighting with my Virgo energy. And so this is Western astrology, by the way. 
I'm looking into Vedic astrology, which is the origins come from Hinduism and Eastern religions and cultures. Just letting you know, I'm going off of Western astrology right now because that's what I know the most, but I am learning more about Vedic and will love to share more once I know enough and can back it up now that that disclaimer is out of the way. So I sometimes feel like my Taurus sun, my lazy, chill, relaxing side is fighting with my organization side. I want to find a way to balance the two, but I also want to step more into that Virgo energy and that Aries energy I have inside of me, which is basically the organized energy, the go-getter energy, the uh, drive, the get it done, the taking action. So I've been taking in a lot of inspiration lately. Now it's time for me to take action on these ideas. And for me personally, not just through astrology, but just myself, I really feel like I'm a person who benefits from structure and having a routine and an outline for my day. Otherwise, I can just completely go with the flow. And I feel like it's so true in my life. Like I've been kind of pendulum swinging between the two in a big, like massive way. So like all of high school and college was extremely Virgo type of detail oriented, go-getter, focused, driven, get it done. Like that type of energy was present throughout me in high school, like type A type of personality to the max. And then after college for the past like three years, I've been very in my like chill, relaxed type B personality, like, oh, whatever happens, happens. Let's go with the flow, like very chilled out energy. And I want to kind of ignite more of that detail oriented energy, but without going overboard, right? Like I don't want it to become exhausting. So I'm finding ways to balance it throughout my day. So essentially where I'm getting with this is I created this routine that I'm going to try to follow every day for however long, just however long it serves me. There we go. I'm going to do this every day for however long it serves me. Right now, the goal is at least a week. And tomorrow, I'm going to do the full day tomorrow. I'm going to try my best to do every single thing on my routine ritual, my daily ritual. And I will record the rest of this podcast tomorrow telling you how much better it made me feel. So let me just tell you this ritual I wrote out for myself. So essentially, I have this kind of like, I went through and I made a basic structure for a ritual throughout the day. Like, what do I do in the morning? What do I do throughout the day? And I went even deep enough to basically make each place in my room a different thing I do. So I set an energy and an intention in each space. So clearly my bed is for sleeping. It is for rest, reading, even this little Zen zone I'm in currently. It's the little cute corner in my room that has a white fluffy rug and two white big bean bags. There's the word. There's fuzzy pillows, fuzzy blankets. There's a nice couch. There's crystals surrounding me. There's a palm tree behind me. No, a banana plant, a banana plant. So it's very cozy, very aesthetically pleasing. I have my my neon light next to me and I have my starlight. So very creative energy, right? So this is where I record my podcasts, where I record my YouTube videos, where I write my books, where I drink my tea for the day and journal. So anything that's creative, I do it in this zone. And it's like, specific only to creative stuff. I can't do anything else here. And also I meditate here. So this is the place where I meditate, meet my highest self, and then express my highest self through creativity. Cool. We got that. I have literally an intention for every single place. I'm not going to go into detail because it's too much. Maybe I can do that on another episode. 
I've created a routine around that. I'm basically just telling you guys my process for creating my own ritual because I find it really hard to follow other rituals that other people have made. Like sometimes it feel like it doesn't work for me and then I almost feel like I've failed when it doesn't work for me. So instead, I've decided to create my own ritual and this is my process of figuring out what that is and I'm going to practice it the next week and see how I like it. Okay, so this is the ritual I created for myself. I'm going to wake up at 6.30 a.m. I will do my bedtime ritual right when I wake up. Before I get out of bed, I'm going to visualize my highest self living through the day in my best day. Literally visualizing the best day, how exactly I want it to go. And I am visualizing my highest self. How does she act? How does Kendall talk? How does she move throughout her day? Before I stand up, I need to believe that I am that person. For the rest of that day, I walk and I live as my highest self, making decisions based on my highest self. Then I sit in my zen zone and I meditate. Same thing, I just call on my higher self and I whatever meditation I need, whether it's breath work, meditation, journaling, then I stand up as my higher self. So then I'll make tea, maybe drink it outside, who knows, I'm not sure yet. Then I'm going to go to the gym and the gym is a place where I can become more confident, feel healthy, get stronger physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. The gym isn't just for physical fitness, but you can literally imagine yourself getting stronger spiritually while you're lifting weights. So I like to meld spirituality into everything I do and it's such a fun practice. Then I'm going to come back and I'm going to nourish myself. I don't like to call it eating. That's boring. I'm nourishing myself. I'm nourishing my soul, nourishing my body. I'm eating something that's healthy for me. My gut is healthy. I'm healthy. I'm strong. I'm healthy. So those are the affirmations associated with nourish. Oh yeah. And I have affirmations for each section, each segment of my day. Okay. Then the next thing I'm going to do is creative writing from 10 to 12 p.m. So this will be working on the book that I have, my travel book idea, some other books that I have in store. This is where I leave myself room to be free flow. So it's not fully structured, right? So 10 to 12 is creative writing. So I can choose what to write on, whatever I want to write on in the moment. I'm not going to force myself to write something, but at least I have a time and a place in my day where I designate for being creative so that my brain, it's almost like training my brain to turn on my creative processes at 10 a.m. every day. So by following the structure, it's like muscle memory, but energetic memory. So your body and your spirit will remember, oh, it's 10 a.m. and you're sitting at your desk. That means it's time to write. And so the more I practice it, the more I'll just be able to like snap into it. 10 to 12, I'm going to be writing for my books, my YouTube script, because I'm going to film a YouTube video later. Then from noon to like 1 or 1.30 is going to be my only social media time. Now, this is going to be really tough for me because my whole life is online. My job is online. My job is on social media. So I kind of need to be on social media throughout the whole day, like responding to comments, looking for inspiration, posting. But instead of like doing it randomly throughout the day, I've decided to designate time 12 to 1, 1.30 is going to be when I post my photos, post my stories from the morning, post my photo for the day and reply to comments, do whatever I need, all the posts that have already been created. So I'll have the posts already created from the day before and then I'll post that day at that time. And that's the only time I'm allowed to scroll leisurely on social media because I've been getting in a really bad habit of scrolling for way too long. And sometimes it's for market research and sometimes I'm lying to myself and it's definitely not for market research and I'm just scrolling just to scroll, which there's nothing wrong with that. 
again, not demonizing it, but for what I want to do with my life at the moment, scrolling does not serve me. So I will not be consuming content outside of the hours of 12 to 1. And before I consume, I need to post my content. Because sometimes, you know, when you consume content, it can really affect your mood because you're opening yourself up to other energies, other people's energies. When people post, they're putting their energy into that post, whether it's something negative, a negative story, a sad story, or maybe it's something positive and inspirational but still you don't know what you're gonna get so by allowing yourself to be open to all of the energies on social media like you just get a random video pop up on TikTok you don't know if it's gonna be negative or positive or it's gonna trigger you or not so might as well protect your energy protect your mental health and don't scroll when you're not in the mental place. So essentially my rule is I have to post and intentionally share my day and my posts before I consume other content. And also I'm gonna do practices of intentionally consuming content. So instead of just scrolling for hours, I can have an intention to be like, okay, I'm scrolling because I want to find inspiration for this. Or it can even be I'm scrolling because I want to laugh. Like it doesn't have to be anything like work related. It can be, I'm scrolling because I want to have a laugh tonight. So then you set that intention. And then if you see a sad video, you scroll because that wasn't your intention. You don't want to mess up your energy or maybe you want to have a cry. So you're like, I'm scrolling to see a sad video because sometimes you just need to cry. Okay, moving on. After that, I'm going to nourish myself again. I'm going to make a beautiful lunch, something really tasty, something that's good for my body and my dosha type, everything and I'll eat it outside, so no phone, and I'll listen to the sounds of nature, sit in the sun, soak up the sun, because you're supposed to be having like 30 minutes to an hour of sunlight a day, of course, wear eco-friendly sunscreen that's organic and natural so that you can get the sun without, you know, getting a sunburn. So I will be eating and nourishing myself and soaking in the sun and the sounds of nature from 1.30 to 2, 2.30, something like that. You know, the times are really flexible. It's like, I'm not gonna say, oh, but it's 2.30, I have to do this. It's more of like chunking my day out and the times aren't super significant. Like maybe I wake up at seven one day, but the duration for each thing or at least the order will stay the same. So I'm allowing myself some flow within my structure because you need both. So then the next thing I'll be doing after I nourish myself with lunch, I'll be doing more tedious work or menial work, but specifically tomorrow I'm gonna film my videos because it's the best lighting in the afternoon. So I'm going to be filming my Sedona travel guide and any other videos that I need to film between those times. Next, after that, it'll be about 5 p.m. and I will nourish myself again. The things that I am going to keep strict are my eating times because I figured out for my body type and my digestive system, I need to have a very, very set routine of when I eat because if I don't, it just throws my whole body off. And my goal right now is to be the healthiest I can be inside and out. And to do that, I need to just be really strict with myself, but in a loving way, like love myself through the process. Don't get upset at myself if I make a mistake. Like in the end, it's all about love. Like I'm putting this good food into my body and doing these things, these self-care, self-improvement, quote unquote. I don't like the word self-improvement, but that's the best thing that explains it. 
types of activities because I love myself and I want to be my best self and I want to enjoy life to the fullest. So I might as well give myself the best chances of living my best life through health, through wellness, through mindset, through career, through love, through laughter, through everything in my day. I'm giving myself another opportunity to live life to the fullest. And your gut is so important. I'm learning more about gut health. Like you have a whole nervous system in your gut and what you put in your mouth, what you put in your stomach affects your mood, affects your hormones, affects everything affects your drive like honestly your gut is more of a brain than your brain it controls your entire nervous system and the way you think so because i've learned that i realized that i want to give myself the best chances of having good mental health being just my best self so i'm going to stick to a strict schedule of eating i still have to decide what times that is i haven't fully decided but i'm thinking like yeah, 5.30 to 6.30, I'm going to eat dinner. And I also want to cook more because I want to like start putting love and intention into my food and not just eating out all the time because when you're eating out, you're really getting the intentions from the other people who are cooking and usually they're like, hurrying and fast you're taking on other people's energy and you might as well take on your own and be completely in control of what you put into your food so i'm going to start cooking more and not just putting good ingredients into my food but putting love affirmations energy health vitality through affirmations into my food after that tomorrow i have an appointment i have a chiropractic appointment i probably shouldn't eat before my chiropractic appointment but I already made my schedule. Let me, I'm gonna look into it to see if it's like healthy to eat before that, but maybe it'll help me digest. Who knows? But I have a chiropractic appointment. Then after that, I'm gonna leave like 7 to 8.30 learning time. So reading, studying. I really love learning. If you know me really well, if you're my friend, or if you just follow me enough and watch my videos, you would know that I love, love, love reading. I get really into new topics and new ideas and I'm very curious. So I'll literally spend hours at my computer researching astrology, researching gut health, researching neuroscience, researching quantum physics, just because I love learning and I just like go through phases where I'm like really into one topic for like weeks and I just only research that and then I move on to the next. But it's nice because then I have like little tidbits of information from each topic. But that's the time I'm going to dedicate to learning because I feel like I learn best after the sun's down. Like I retain the most information right before bed. So once the sun's down, I'm going to break out my computer, break out books and just learn and read and study and take that time to nourish my brain, nourish my knowledge capacity. Then after that, maybe like 8.30 or 9, I'll start my night routine. And so that's like a full self-love ritual. I'm going to take a shower and with the shower, I'm rinsing off any negative energy of the day, rinsing off my old self, old patterns, just like shedding. It's like, think about the water is cleansing you. And then when I step out and do my night routine, like my face ritual, my face routine, brush my teeth, put on lotion. It's all about self-care, self-love and imbuing myself with self-love and affirmations before I step into my room as like my highest self. And then I'll get ready for bed and kind of leave it up to that. Like sometimes I do longer soul care nights. Like tonight I had a really long soul care night. It's still going. Technically me recording a podcast is a part of my soul care, but it was amazing. But other nights, maybe it's shorter. And then I'll get in bed, read a book, listen to affirmations, affirmations as I fall asleep and set the intention for my dreams and then start the next day doing it all over again. So that will be my routine for tomorrow. To repeat, it's wake up at 6.30, meditate, 
tea, go to the gym, nourish myself, creative block time, so 10 to 12, writing, 12, 30 to 1.30, social media break, so this is posting, sharing, and consuming content for inspiration. Then I eat outside after that, then I film and work on my YouTube video and anything else I need to work on, sending emails, doing kind of the menial day-to-day business tasks for a few hours in the afternoon. Then I will nourish myself with dinner again. Then I'll rest, learn, study, read, whatever it is that I want to do that's driven by my curiosity. And then I'll have my night routine. So I feel like it's a pretty good plan. I'm very excited. I'm a little nervous because it's already midnight. The part of this setting a routine is also to get me on a better sleep schedule because I would like to wake up earlier because I love the mornings but I also love the nighttime so I feel like there's a way for me to just like stay up late enough like midnight and then wake up at six that's six hours of sleep it's plenty of time for me if I can manifest the energy and if I'm healthy I can just live energetically so I won't need as much sleep but that is my goal for tomorrow that is my structure for tomorrow my plan my routine my ritual I'm going to be doing it all day tomorrow. I'm going to be as present as I can during it. And I'm going to come back and tell you how it went. So my expectations for this, I already know what's going to happen because every time I do something like this, I always feel amazing after. I get so much done. I feel confident. I feel energetic. I feel inspired. I feel like I'm my best self. And at the end of the day, I'm so proud of myself, so happy. I lived so fully. And that's how I'm going to feel tomorrow. And I will come back here and let you know firsthand if that was true or not, (laughs) which I know it is true. So, but it's just kind of funny to see the before and after. Okay. I'm going to sleep and lucky for you, you don't have to wait 24 hours like I do to see what's going to happen. This is done by the time you listen to this. So you're going to hear how my day went in five, four, three, two, one. (sighs) Wow. I'm exhausted. Literally had the longest day ever. I think I got a little overzealous last night and went a little overboard with my expectations for what I could do in a day. I definitely think I can get there one day, but I need to ease into it. I did not get everything done that I needed to get done. I was definitely very excited last night, very motivated, very like, yes, I can do this. But you know, life happens and I didn't get it all done and that's okay, you know? It's funny because before I started recording this, I was thinking, well, how did I feel about today? And just a couple minutes before this, I was feeling really upset with myself because I didn't check everything off the to-do list and I was feeling guilty for not being as productive as I wanted to be. And then it kind of started to shine this negative light over my whole day. And I started to think about my whole day as negative just because I didn't do a few things throughout the day. But I realized if I really reflect, I actually did have a really good day and a lot of amazing things happened. And it's so true that sometimes we let one small thing ruin our entire day. It's like it casts a shadow over our entire day and makes us think the whole day was bad when in fact it was just 10 seconds and we let it ruin our day. So I did a quick reframe and I was like, okay, thinking back to how I felt during the day. And when I truly think about it, 
I had this underlying baseline emotion of happiness and joy and excitement the whole day. And if there's anything to take away from this, that planning your day out and creating structure isn't necessarily about trying to be a perfectionist and checking off all the to-do lists, checking off all the boxes and being as productive as you can be. It's instead really more for just boosting your mood and your emotions, at least for me that's how it was. Because having this plan and to-do list and structure to my day made me really excited and made me look forward to the next thing in my day. And I felt good whenever I accomplished something. So let me just go over like what I missed during the day or what went, what went, what went right and what went wrong. I don't like to use the word wrong, but what I didn't accomplish, I guess, during the day. So I did not wake up at 6.30. I said I was going to, but I did not. I mean, the alarm went off at 6.30, but I pressed snooze like five times. I have such a bad habit of pressing snooze that I do it subconsciously in my sleep now. Like I'll literally be dreaming and hear the song in my dream. And in my dream, I like turn off the radio and I had reached over and pressed the snooze and I don't even realize it. It's so bad. I'm going to have to get like a real alarm and put it across the room to fix that habit. But I woke up at seven, so not that bad. But because of that, it kind of like threw my day off a little bit just because I had such a strict schedule, but that's okay. So I woke up, I started imagining my day as going perfect in the way I wanted to, which was kind of hard because I started to fall back asleep. <laughs> so maybe I will sit up next time because I fell back asleep and then the alarm went off again. But then I finally got up and I meditated and I did a really nice meditation and it was honestly so good. And it's been a while since I've sat down and done a guided meditation from an app. I usually just kind of do my own thing, but I decided to do a guided meditation to help get me, to help boost my mood. So I felt really great after. And then I made a chai latte while listening to some good music, came upstairs, sat and drank my chai super slowly with no music, no podcasts, no anything to distract me and I just drank the chai very very slowly while listening to the birds chirp outside which was so nice and I think probably one of my favorite parts of the day like how often do we just sit with ourselves without trying to do something without listening to music without listening to a podcast reading even those things can be used as distractions in our day but how often can we just sit and be in the moment not even trying to meditate either just sit sipping your coffee sipping your tea and looking out like that was my favorite part of the day then I went to the gym and honestly that boosted my mood so much I was playing my best self bops playlist which is now on Spotify it's the music I listen to that's all this beautiful manifestation and affirmation music and it's not just boring affirmations it's like a real be real rappers real singers real songwriters it's so good playlist is linked below if you want to listen to it but seriously the best self bops literally made me feel like my baddest best most amazing authentic self and I left the gym feeling so good. I felt like my energy was so expanded around me. I was standing taller. I was holding my head high. I was walking with like a swing to my step. Like I was dancing in the gym, which I normally don't do that. I'm trying to work on that. Like I love dancing while working out, but I don't like creepy men watching me. But this time I was like, fuck it. I do not care. And I was literally just dancing between workouts and people were staring at me and I was like, eh, let them stare. So that was fun. 
Then I came back, made some good food, avocado toast, some green juice, a smoothie. Then I came upstairs and I started my creative writing and I got a lot more done than I expected with the writing part. I got like a couple pages done of my book and I was like, what? That was unexpected. In like 30 minutes, usually I have crazy writer's block, but this time I just sat down and was like, okay, this is my time to write, so I'm gonna do it. And because I gave myself that time and I said no phone, I had all these ideas coming to me, wouldn't allow myself to check my phone, so I literally had no distractions, and I got so much done, and I had so much creative inspiration flowing through me, so that was great. Then I wrote my YouTube script, fun stuff, had my social media break, ate food, but the thing that started to go downhill was when I tried to film my YouTube video. So my plan for today was to film my YouTube video, and that did not happen. I tried, but I realized I was very unprepared. I've been doing a lot of things lately, spontaneous in the moment, like this podcast. I do not write notes. I do not read from a script. I don't even plan it. I just ask myself what I want to talk about the moment before. Like this episode was not supposed to happen. I was going to talk about something completely different yesterday, and then this came out of my mouth. So, This podcast is very spontaneous in the moment, but my YouTube needs to be more planned because I was making a Sedona travel guide, so I need to research all of the specific details, remember all the details from my trip, write it down, organize it, have it ready to go, and memorize it, not memorize it, but know it so that I can speak on the camera, but I kind of tried to go with the flow and I realized like I don't remember any of the specific details, like how many miles the hike was, blah, blah, blah. These details we don't even need to talk about. But I realized I was unprepared to film, and so I just spent the rest of the day writing the script instead of filming, so that put me off by a day, so now I'm going to be filming tomorrow, which honestly, in the moment, I was like completely fine with. In the past, I used to get very impatient with myself when I didn't get my uh, tasks done, but today I was like, oh, wasn't supposed to record today. That's okay. Now I'll just sit here and continue to write the YouTube script in full makeup and my outfit for tomorrow. It's like I'm practicing for tomorrow. So I had a really good mindset with that, which I'm happy about. Then saw my chiropractor, came back, ate food. My plan was to continue to work on my YouTube video for tomorrow, but honestly, I was so tired that I just allowed myself to indulge in a little social media break. I may have indulged too much. I'm going to be honest. (laughs) I kind of watched a little bit too much TikTok, but hey, we all do it. It's okay. No shame. Got some really good inspiration for videos and saw some videos that I definitely needed to see, some that I definitely did not need to see, but I think I noticed that's when my mood started to slip. So that's the most important thing about this. That is when my mood started to slip. I was having an amazing day and everything felt great until I started to mindlessly scroll. And again, there's no need to shame yourself or be upset at yourself because that just makes it worse. Like I can reflect and be okay with what happened and learn from my mistakes. I just noticed that whenever I scroll for too long on social media, my mood plummets. And that's when I started to think I had a bad day. Then I did my reframe and I was like, but did you have a bad day, Kendall? Or are you letting other people's energy on social media affect your perception of your own reality? And now you think you had a bad day, but really you had a great day. And you let one little thing, one little thought make you think it was bad. Overall, I had a great day. Planning my day out was great. Going to keep doing it. 
for sure. Overall takeaways from this is that I do love structure and I do love planning my day out to the T, but I'm going to allow myself more room for rest knowing that it's been a while since I've had a structured lifestyle and that I can't just jump right into being 100% productive all the time and that I need to ease myself into it. And even from reading books about habits, I've learned that you can't just add a bunch of new habits into your life and try to accomplish them all because then when you don't do it right away, you'll get discouraged and then stop. You have to slowly build up on them, give yourself grace, and it's almost like you're practicing to have those habits. You can't do it all at once. You need to stack them slowly over time. Atomic Habits, everyone read that book. That was really good. But I'm super exhausted right now. I almost didn't even film this rest of this podcast because I was so tired, but I was like, no, this is the one thing I definitely do have to do today. So I'm going to end this podcast and give myself the much needed sleep that I deserve and just celebrate the amazing day I had. So what did we learn from this? We learned that planning out your day and structuring your day doesn't mean that you have to get everything done on your to-do list for that day. Structuring your day is more for creating balance and harmony in your life and bringing more happiness, confidence, and ease to your life. And that if you don't accomplish everything you need to accomplish for the day, that is completely okay. That means it happened for a reason. You needed a break, you needed a rest, and there's no need to beat yourself up for it. Because if there's anything worse than not getting anything done during the day is feeling shame about it. That's only gonna put you in a lower vibration, even lower than feeling tired. Shame and guilt are literally the lowest vibrations you can be in. And so why make your vibration even lower, which is not helping you for the next couple days and being happy and productive and confident. So literally there's no reason to beat up on yourself if you don't get everything done that you need to get done. All right, that is it for this episode. Thank you all for listening to me on this journey, trying to become my best self really, on this journey of, adding more structure into my life for this time period of my life and joining me on the journey of making mistakes and learning from my mistakes. I hope this was helpful for you. For more inspirational and motivational posts and videos, you can follow me at Kendall's World Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. And you can follow my personal page that has more of my life, who I am, my travels on at Kendall.Furman on Instagram, at Kendall Furman on TikTok and YouTube. If you enjoyed this podcast and you want to hear more and grow with me on this journey of becoming our best selves, then you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. And if you want to send it to a friend, if you have a friend who might benefit from this, go ahead. I don't mind if you send it. In fact, I would love if you share this with your friends. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to this and I'll catch you in the next podcast episode.